Welcome to the Underground, where each week Brad and Court talk, sneak their way up and down the corporate ladder of sci-fi's futuristic series, Incorporated. Brought to you by PurePandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to the Underground. We are your sanctuary from the chaos of the red zone and the cold-blooded corporate intrigue of the green zone. And we saw a lot of that tonight, didn't we? Yes, we did. Make sure you update your contact list before you go outside. Just saying. Yes, this is true. Before we break down the episode, though, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. You can also check us out, Pure Fandom, on Facebook as well. We have a couple of different groups, and we're working on consolidating those. We have a group for uh, Van Helsing, if you were into that, or if you're watching it on Netflix right now, because it's available. Uh, you can check us out over at Facebook, Sci-Fi Van Helsing Group. We have a lot of great people over there. Sometimes the actors will drop by and just chat with us. Uh, we're working on getting something together for Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi. So mm-hmm. that's going to incorporate everything. Um, incorporated, 12 Monkeys, which we talk about whenever that starts airing again. And we're both really pumped for the uh, magicians that's coming back soon. Yep, and we'll let you know when we have that all set up and going. Definitely. What well, Magicians comes back on the 25th of January. And if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know why you haven't. It's on Netflix. You can go binge it there yes. or on the sci-fi app. They have it, too. If you actually do the on-demand thing, you can get the uh, the unedited version. So I know. You can get the rated yeah. R version. <laughs> yes, with the cursing. Yes, with the cursing. So there you go. Yes, let's be grown-ups. Yes, definitely. <laughs> So yeah, that's how you can find us. So come look for us, come chat with us, and we're having a ball. I'm I have some pictures that I'm going to be posting soon from Incorporated from an upcoming episode. So um, awesome. you know, join the group and check it out. We have different exclusive content that we're going to be posting um, in the Incorporated group that we have going right now. Very cool. So what was this episode about? This episode was episode six of season one. It was called Sweating the Assets. You know, don't sweat the small stuff, but you better sweat the assets. It was directed by Nick Gomez, written by Allison Moore, Molly Nossbaum. And while Ben struggles with the guilt of killing Roger, Laura's dealing with her own personal demons. She's worried about the little girl that, um, you know, she started the riot for. She tried to save her. Little girl, she thought, had appendicitis. But, of course, she's in the, the red zone. And Laura can't go to the red zone because now we know why she can't go to the red zone. Um, she has to brave her fears. Enter 2066 Laura and friends with a tinge of badass Julian and Mama Bear Elizabeth. Yes. Actually, this is like an Aaron Ben Light episode. We really didn't get much of him besides his, you know, nightmare that he was having. Yeah, I was I was okay with that. I was fine at first, with it. At first, because you know, usually what happens with the flashbacks, we'll flash back and forth between Ben, Ben in the future, and Aaron in the past, and everything in between. But the, this time, it was bookended by the the intrigue, the corporate intrigue. So we we had Ben waking up after his nightmare where he saw a dead body, and he was just thinking about what he did to Roger. And then we had the ending where he's like, "Okay, yeah, here's the watch," and we kind of got some more information. More information about those watches from Laura's thing. So that was cool. Um, But he gave the watch to Theo and Theo gives it to Nizagi. And so it it makes sense the way they did this because we got to see some of the different things that go on 
And we already knew that Anazagi was one of their competitors, but now we know even more some of the different lengths that they'll go to. All right, we already knew that from when he um, helped kidnap the pre- pregnant chick or helped her fake her death. Right. But like this was just another way to see that. Plus, we finally get to see with more with Laura and Julian. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, but the whole thing with Theo getting ready to watch is that's what Ben had set up. So the watch is going to go off and it's going to do a oh, yeah. geolocate thing and make it look like Roger is... Um, defecting to Inazagi. Right. So that's going to clear yeah. up that whole where did he go thing. Exactly. And it makes total sense because he wasn't getting the promotion. We know that. It's going to go look really, really bad for his dad, though. I got yeah, a is, feeling. Is his dad in the company, though? I I kept getting the feel. Is his, his dad is not a competitor. He's with Spiga as well. He sells to the company. Okay. He, okay. You know, you know, he's a... a not with the company, but he sells his products to it. So okay. it's gonna. I think it's gonna come back and look bad on him that his son, you know, with the company that he does business with, decided to change his mind and go elsewhere, mm-hmm. and not the quite the way that they like to do that. This is true. I don't know. I was be interesting to see how it works out, though. Oh, I, for I'm sure. I'm also that. curious to see how this is going to further his mission to uh, find Elena. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work too. Yeah, unless he can get some in with the dad, since the dad is the one that got Roger and see Elena in the first place. Or is he just going to steer clear of that whole entire thing? I don't. Yeah, see, he can't. Yeah, but I don't think going to Roger's dad is the place to go to. Oh, yeah, no, no, he'll he'll figure out another way. He's been he well, always figures out if he's, these things. Well, if he's able to get the promotion, then he's got his in right there. Once this he has a true. promotion, he can go there. Now this he did true. tell Laura that he wasn't going to go for the promotion. But, you know, they're still lying to each other anyhow, so it really doesn't matter. Well, he told her that when he thought Elena was dead and where he, when he thought he wanted to be a father. Right. Now, of course, he's taken the birth control, and that is going to suck when well, she finds it out. Because clearly he has to keep taking them, so she's going to find them somewhere. I take that back. They weren't lying to each other. Ben was, ben was lying to Laura. But she did say she was making a house call. She did not say she was making a house call in the red zone. Were you waiting for her to pop up and to see him in the red zone? I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? What? <laughs> Awkward. That would be funny. Yeah. That'd be a good So one. while we're still talking about Ben, before we go back to the future. Okay. I was very, very, very happy that he seemed to be exhibiting guilt over Roger. Oh, yeah. I mean, Roger was a snake and... Like, he he did what he had to do to protect himself, his family, and Elena. We understand that. Like, Roger was going to get him killed, basically. He was going to get them all killed. Right. But, like, I I like the fact that Aaron Ben is not – like, he he, he has his great areas. Like, he's not a prince, not even by a little bit, but he's not a villain. Uh, And I like that about the character. That's necessary. That that gives the character layers. Oh, I agree with you. Totally. He does have his issues with killing uh, killing Roger. He didn't yeah. want to do it, but he was protecting his family, like he said, mm-hmm. even though everyone has told him to let her go, he can't. including her. She can't do it. You know, so I, I had loved the fact that he had the morning health scan and recommended guided meditation for stress reduction. <laughs> <laughs> Again, necessary. Yes. And I, I almost wish that he and Laura would talk to each other about things because God, look, you yeah. can bond over this. You've both killed people. They're good. They can. Yes. Okay. Let's, can we go back to, can we go to the past? Yeah, we can go to the past now. Okay. So Laura, she's a little party animal, ain't she? Well, I, I have a feeling that this is her first time in the red zone. 
Well, she or partying, partying in the red zone with her friends. Yeah. Well, she got, did kind of lie to her mother before she went there. But, you know. Elizabeth's was, not stupid. No, she was ready to go. She wanted to go out there, have some fun. Yeah. So they went to the Pocket Rocket. Lovely name for a bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they were prepared. They had their contacts in and their, what, the, what they call it, the sperma spermicide patches. Yeah. Yeah. They're good to go. They They're ready go. for the night. And they had their emergency contacts. Updated. Like, yeah, like my dad's in Brazil. Let me update this right now. Yeah. Good job, Imani. Yeah, she, the, the one that's planned. I want to know what happened to her. Me too. I, I want to see her again. I don't care about the other friend, but she, for her, we got a name. She had importance. Like Laura pretended she was her. Well, she I, had I to. wondered if they were going to try to contact her father. Well, they had her contact. They had Laura's contact information to get to Elizabeth. Ah, okay, but, but she just gave them the yeah, name. Yeah, she just gave them the name. Because yeah. she's smart enough not to give her her real name because then they know they got something on their hands there. That's why her bounty went from $50,000 to $5 million. And honestly, she didn't even realize the, the importance of what she did. No. She knew that she was protecting herself, but she did not know how much. Uh, yeah, I guarantee that. She did not have a clue. I think that's one of the things they probably tell everybody is like, don't give your real name or something. Maybe she yeah. did know how much it would do to her. I, I don't think so. I, I, like she, she knows she was valuable, valuable, but she didn't want to, you know, like she didn't want to be as valuable as they thought she was. Right. Like the, get the get your little ransom and let me go. Exactly. Basically. Well, she just wanted out of there. I mean, come on. She was having a good time, and she finds a guy to make out with, and then he takes. He was her. cute. Yeah, and he takes her out and drags her off, and even the cops are on the beat, and you know they're good. Because they're I mean, all she, getting paid. She could have just had the bodyguards. Like, what's wrong? Like, why can't you let your mother take care of you? Because she wanted to go out. She's a kid. She wants to go out and party. You don't want your mother's bodyguards hanging out while you're, you know, out having fun in the red zone. Come on. Yes, yes. And her, what the friends say? Like, you guys are acting like total greenbacks. Yes. I was trying to figure out. Was she trying to say? Not trying to say, but is that a new term? Like greenhorns? Like you, they used to pe- use for people who would come out into the old west, and you could tell that they were clearly out of their element. Or was it supposed to be a racist term? We saw later Bradley or whatever his name was when he called her greenback. He was like, um, "I don't want your greenback disease." Like, what does she have cooties? I. See, I don't know. I don't know how to go with that one. I do see that she's totally out of her element and they were standing out, you know, pretty much like everybody does in the red zone from the, from the green zone. They stand out because they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, completely. But they're there. They're there. And it reminds me of the purge. Okay. With the, with the different things that the uh, Spiga D-bags, like she said, it, I'm going to say it too. The Spiga D-bags, the different things that they do, they were electrocuting one woman. They were tossing water on her mm-hmm. and like somehow electrocuting her. And they were throwing darts at another guy. Like just the different things that people have to do to survive in, in the red zone. And then the fact that these people are taking complete advantage of it and doing whatever they want. The guy that was being having a darts thrown at him, he was, you know, come on, let's do it. He was gagging him on and going with it. Granted, not something I would want to do as a career choice, but hey. No. Yeah, it was like the circus. Yeah, pretty much like a, like a modern day freak show. I mean, you, you know, you have those people to do that stuff. Yeah. And I've seen some of those and they're just amazing actor, character actors and stuff like that. No, not character actors, amazing performers. But these guys are actually trying to make money. They weren't actually doing it as a show. 
So, or yeah. were they? It, it could have been a show. Whatever they had, like those darts didn't have to be the real thing. Or if they were, like those those workers, the um, performers, like they train to have themselves ready to do that kind of thing. Well, they, yeah, you got a good point there. Okay, we're going to get electrocuted. Now, if they're working on it, you know these people, we already know that the people in the red zone are a lot smarter than the people in the green zone think they are. This is true. So they could be playing the whole entire system where, oh yeah, like I'm acting like this hurts, but it really doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah, or not to the degree that you're thinking it's going to bother me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like leaning with the fact yeah. that the red zone people are a lot smarter than to actually get electrocuted and be faced with death. Yeah, because they have to be a lot smarter to survive. Yes, in the in the green zone, you have the whole corporate thing, the corporate ladder, and you're designing different property and everything. But it's life and death. It kind of is in the green zone too, but not to the extent that it is in the red zone. Like you have to fight, fight to get out, or you have to fight to survive. Right. However you can. And yeah, you got to do it one way or another. So there you go. I'm, yeah, we're going with that. They're performers. They're just making it look like they're not performing. Yeah, like we're going to kind of come away from the purge thing just a little bit. Now, granted, I think there are some that are really getting hurt and that, you know, shouldn't do it. But yeah, yeah. if you're at the club and you're going there for a reason, I'm sure there's something behind it. Yes. And you don't want to spend your time with a dude that you can meet at your mother's party. Exactly. Which is Laura's downfall. Right. And it was funny because her friend who called them little greenbacks, she immediately gravitated to the Spiga guy. Exactly. Come on. But Laura wants to get away and goes outside. Yep. That's so much for her. Yeah. That was the last time she went to the red zone. Well, you had to look at the point when they took her to the apartment building that she was staying in. Mm -hmm. They do this on a regular occasion because they put the headphones on the kid and he's like, whatever. Well, even before that, you saw her with the um, bag over her head and you saw the cops going by and they're totally crooked. They knew exactly what was going on. Right. They don't care either. No one. You're in the red zone. You don't care what happens to the people from the red zone. Yeah. They were getting paid. They didn't care. It was on their land. They're they're good to go. Yeah. So So like you said, then we have um, they get home and there's the kid and the mom and like she's just as bad as the kidnappers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just they're in it for the money. But yeah. They have to do something, so they have to, you know, for the give the contact, she gives them her name, Amani Merced. <laughs> <laughs> Smart girl. And then there is this failed botched job at trying to cut her ear off. Why? Why did he do that? Like, did he just want to? Did he just want to torture her? Did he not like her that much? Like, was there something about her that just made him completely furious? Like, I, I don't understand. I'm going to go with the fact that. You're doing a hostage situation, so you need to send proof that you have who you have. No, 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 no. You're not understanding. Like, the girl, the partner, she's the one that usually does it. Like, because she was telling him, no, you're doing it the wrong way. I usually do it like this. Like, the way he was doing it, like, yes, there's blood, but, like, he he could have killed her from blood loss. Like, just cutting her ear. It was on-the-job training. Like, I don't, I'm I'm just wondering, what was it about Laura that he hated so much? Like, was it the fact that, yes, she was Spiga, but like, she, she isn't what you think she is? I'm I'm confused. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure why he decided to mess it up, but hey, could have just been his time to give it a try and see how he was with cutting off ears. Oh, it was really gruesome. Well, because we find out when Julian shows up that there's crews in there that do this all the time. Yes, I love Julian. So we, we see Julian, and he's clearly been going through some stuff, and he wants to move to Sioux Falls. 
And there are no quiet rooms in Sioux Falls. I was confused about that for a little bit. I'm like, are we in a flashback or is he moving jobs or who's what? You know. Yeah. And then we find out he is Sioux Falls. He wants to go to South Dakota. Yeah. Okay. So apparently South Dakota is also a good place to live. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. Not as uh, busy as Chicago. But yet, like they said, there's no uh, quiet rooms there. So there's no need for interrogators in Sioux Falls. Hmm. So what was he going to do there? Other just because his wife wanted to move there? So, yeah, um, they had a baby, I think he said. Yeah, he, like, just, he wanted to retire. He had some other stuff that was going on. Like, what, what? remember last week when he was talking to Laura, did we get a time context of, like, when that thing happened to him? When the, the, he trusted that guy and he ended up almost killing him? Well, or the, this was that, was that was in the oil, was oil the wars. No, that wasn't the guy. That was in the oil wars, which was before his time that he came to Spiga. Okay. Well, he, he's he's tired. He doesn't want to live that life anymore. Like, can you imagine working there for as long as he has and just being bur- so burnt out? Because look at what he does. He has to either go into the field and rescue people or kill people or torture people. I almost think he doesn't go into the field that often. I think he just does the interrogation part. Because, you know, when they found out that Laura was taken and mm-hmm. the the kidnappers found out who she was, right, mm-hmm. and demanded the money. That's when the other guy, whose name I just totally cannot remember at the moment. The boss. When the boss wanted to start up the CNR to go mm-hmm. rescue her, which is something were that they doesn't... Were they rescuing re- her? They were rescuing their corporate intelligence. They, they, they were saving corporate property, which means mm-hmm. she's expendable because that's why Elizabeth really didn't want to do that in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's why she sends Julian after him. And Julian goes down there and finds her, which is awesome. I mean, he's he's got the skills. He's going to town. I, I love him. Like, he, whenever he does that, I can't help but think of him in 24. And, like, he is getting his Jack Bauer on. And it's awesome. Yeah, even the cops couldn't do anything with him. He just took them out, too. Well, let me take that back. Okay. He's not getting his Jack Bauer on. Did you ever watch him in The Unit? I used to love that yes. show. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. See, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, just I'm, I'm flashing back now to the unit and how awesome he was in that, he and was, he was like so commanding. Well, that's yeah. what he was doing. Like, in I this could episode. see him existing in this world. Yeah, very much so. He he knew what he was doing. He took all his knowledge from the oil wars and put that soldiering into effect, and was able to track down Laura, uh, Laura and go and get her, basically, which also kind of involved killing everybody that was in there, which was going to happen anyhow, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, in my notes, I said, even before this happened, like, when they kidnapped her and we saw all those people and what they were doing to her, I said, Julian is killing everybody. It's not going to end You see world. that? However, Julian's killing everybody. However, Laura <laughs> also knew that she had to get out of there as well, and she yeah. found the scalpel, and she dropped herself on the ground and got the scalpel, cut her little hands free, yeah. And totally did not see her killing that woman. It, it hurt a little bit, didn't it? It, yeah, Just I'm sure because, it hurt a like lot. The, the woman, she, 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 she seemed a little sympathetic, right? Because you, you could see how desperate she was. Laura could see how desperate she was, but then that's how desperate Laura was because she knew that they weren't going to let her out alive. Yeah, well, Laura's like, "Why don't you become a doctor?" And she's like, "I can't do that here." But you know, she was trying to talk with her. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I just. I honestly did not see Laura taking her out until it happened. I was like, oh, crap. 
Once she went for the scaffold, I knew she was going to take somebody out, but I thought it was going to be the boyfriend. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen to I figured he was going to yeah. come in. She'd take him out. I didn't think she just flat out stabbed that woman right in the neck or chest or whatever she did. Yeah, I'm glad they did it this way. Um, I hate to say that, but I'm glad they did it this way, then go the predictable route of having right. the girl help her. Exactly. Well, why would the girl help her anyhow? Because that she's a cash cow right there. Five million dollars. Yeah, but at that point in time, she knew that they were going to end up having to kill her. Well, that's what the and, other guy that came in says. You know, they're going to come here. You did not do right. this right. Right. Things are bad now. So, mm. and he was quite right. They did come in and take him out. Oh, yeah. But Julia came in and took him out first, which, you know, it's a good thing that he got there and did all that because when the Spiga commando team shows up in full entire force, ready to take down half the red zone just to protect that property. Yeah. He's the only thing I think that stopped her from being shot. Oh, for sure. And I was a little worried that they were going to still shoot the kid. I was too. And I'm not really sure how well that kid's doing at the moment. So yeah. Traumatized a little bit. And I'm pretty sure they left him where he was. Oh, and that's even worse because how is he supposed to survive? Who's going to take care of him? Oh, I'm sure they left everything exactly what it was. He just walked out. Oh, for sure. But what was there? Like he was a little kid. Mm -hmm. Unless he turned out like Aaron, Aaron would have taken care of himself. Yeah. There's a lot of little kids that are going out there. We had the, uh, the war boy from last week that was huffing paint. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> they, there's roles. They, they make you either live or you die. One of the two. <laughs> that's, that's your options in the, in the red zone. This is true, but you don't have to worry about Joe. No. <laughs> I, I just love that entire sequence. First, uh, Laura taking out the girl. And like it, it, again, it hurt to see that and then the dude pop it up and seeing what she did him pulling the gun and then all we saw was brain matter i was like oh there's julian there he is he's got it done he's good yeah so they get back to did you have more in this one we want to go back to speak no um i i really 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 enjoyed this episode i know we we kind of talked before about how it was kind of filler and it is because it doesn't really move the forward plot forward so so much but like it was good filler well we get back and we find out that uh Elizabeth didn't deal with the hostage people correctly, which ended up killing her husband and Laura's father. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. And that's where the rifts came from. And there you go. And apparently still Elizabeth hasn't told her the truth about it because she said she'd rather be, her, be mad at her than be mad at her father. So yeah. we're still missing a part of this story. Yeah. So uh, clearly her father did something. And I, like, I really like Elizabeth now and I feel for Ben when she finds out exactly what he's up to because mm-hmm. yeah. she's going to be out for blood. Yes, she is. So, uh, we, of course we already knew that Julian wasn't going to get his transfer. We knew that. Right. And he, then he goes, I'll make sure you get that job. She, so Elizabeth just totally lied to him. Basically. I don't think she tried to do anything, but I she, think she did. I don't think she did because she goes, you're the only one I can trust. So that's well, a good reason to keep true. him there because she can't trust anybody else. So keep him there. But yeah. now we know why Julian and Laura have their little rapport that they had the other week when they were talking about stuff because yeah. they, they have a bond and it's, you know, part of her mother's fault. This is true. And throughout the whole thing, this all leads to the fact that finally Laura's going to the red zone to make a house call. 
<laughs> Didn't that make you so happy? Yes, just like we were wanting to the whole entire time. She took a little bit. We had to have the whole flashback episode for her to get there. Hey, it was worth it. Rachel looked a little mad at her when she got there. Goes, you know, I don't work for you anymore, but... I was going to say, she got fired. Well, did she get fired or... How did this go? Did she get... Did they fire her? because remember, she stole bacon. She did, but uh, Laura covered for that. But did the whole thing ban her from being able to work in the green zone? I hope not, because they they didn't really talk about her starting the, the riot. They said Laura started the riot by inviting people to the gate. Well, I just wonder if this, the speaker people just said, okay, because of this, this is the person that came and brought all these other people with her. She can't work in a red zone, in a green zone anymore. Yeah, that stinks. Because I don't think it's Laura is, you know, Rachel worked for a temp agency, basically, right? So the temp yeah, agency. Yeah, because there were the commercials. Is it, well, yes, there was a commercial. The temp agency is the one who determines what job she has. Mm-hmm. And because of the what happened did they just go you know what we don't need you anymore we got somebody else we can use don't call us yeah. we'll call you but still that makes sense lord did go there and she's gonna help the kid with the appendicitis which is gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out yeah did you have any um weird feeling when said door closed yes like I, I i got scared yeah and i'm sure that rachel's really scared about i mean laura's kind of scared about that as well yeah and i was scared for her like that was a that was a very traumatic episode. <laughs> yeah, a lot going on there. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how that pulls out next week. That's for sure. Yes, where can we go next week? Like I said, the, the entire season I think has been really good. It like it's been pro- progressively good as as the story just you know gets even better as we meet more people and see Ben kind of get even more twisted up with his plan his crazy plan that I have no idea how it's going to work and his crazy plan for making Laura think that he's going to get her pregnant. This is just, Oh my God. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't know what's going to happen with him unless he actually does get her pregnant one time, but that'd be horrible. And for him, well, he'd be like, Oh no, I don't know. But really, would he like, I think he, he's I think still, he, a part of him, he loves her. I'm so confused. If Elena wasn't in the, in the, I don't know that he still loves Elena like he did. I think he cares about her very, very, very much. But at this point, it's more about getting this person who he cared about out of the situation. Yeah, I think that's pretty much where it's at, too. And I don't think she's going to be happy with him at some point. But But it's not none of that is his fault. Yeah. Now, the stuff with Laura is all his fault. True. Like all of the Elena stuff, nobody can blame that on him. Not even her father, even though he wants to. Yeah, this is true. Well, we have four more episodes to go, so I guess we'll figure out what's going on with that with the rest of the season. Yeah. Oh, wow. mean that (laughs) anybody's ever going to get out of the red zone or out of anything, but hey, we got a lot going on. Oh, more intrigue. Bring it. Yes, definitely. So, if you're not there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. There are a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. And if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook page. And again, once we have the new uh, Facebook group up, we'll make sure to post a link for you guys. Right. Until then, you can check out the Van Helsing group. Um, it's a very lively group over there. And Incorporate, we have a group there too. Um, just join in and I'll be dropping some pictures at some point in time this week. Sounds great. Well, until next time, if you go to the Red Zone, don't lend anybody your ear. That's it for this episode. 
Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.